BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, Jamsters. Here with Suns Geek. What a weird freaking game that was. The Suns end up losing 113 to 110. Honestly, I thought they were up by like 20 points in the fourth. I was about to get ready for the podcast. I'm like, all right, this is going to be a win. Aiden came in. I thought he was here to finish it off. And it seemed like he did. He came in and Chris Paul got hurt. And then after that, Chris Paul came back in, but the Suns just blew it. They had like a nine point lead in the fourth quarter. Blew it, end up losing by three. Kyle Kuzma hits like a big dagger yep. kind of there, and then they play the free throw game. But yep. welcome, Suns Geek, to a weird, weird <laughs> loss where I feel like the Suns were going to lose early, but then it seemed like they're going to win, and then they end up losing. What, was, what is this? What's going on? This was a strange game. <laughs> we're going to dive all into it, man. But as always, thank you so much for having me, man. I love being here. Uh, as we were talking about before we went live, that third quarter, I don't know what it was, man. I can't even put it into words. That was one of the strangest third quarters I've ever seen. And look, I know that it's a night of a back-to-back and everything, but that was a pretty ugly meltdown for the Phoenix Suns late in that fourth, man. I can't even put it into words. Like, what am I even doing here? <laughs> no, and I, I think EJ said it best really tonight where he said, what the hell is going on up yeah. in here? But that was when like Ish was had the big putbacks. Shamit was having a career night tonight. You had Bismack dunking on everybody. Right. Aiden comes in. Washington's back, shooting lights out. You just thought it was going to be a win, and all of a sudden it was like a five point game. I'm like, what? And they couldn't make one shot. You rely on Shamit too much. He couldn't make the big shots. Um, no one could make anything late. And then the Wizards just made everything. It was like, all right, Suns lost without Booker. This sucks. But yeah. Tonight's a good night to pop one open. What do you got there? You got anything, Suns Geek? Well, you know, we were talking before the show. You know, I'm, I'm on winter break now. It's almost Christmas. I decided to kind of, you know, treat myself a little bit. I got some truly flavored vodka oh, here. Yeah. I don't normally drink okay. like this, but I figured, you know, it's the holidays and all that. Yeah. Might as well celebrate. And this stuff, I it uh, during the playoffs, like last year and everything, I drank a lot of Trulies, and then they made the vodka, so I figured I'd try it, you know? Yeah, no, no, it looked delicious. And before we pop that open, actually, or did you already? It's already no, popped I, open, yeah. right? I, well, you yeah, it's prior to this. I haven't drank it. Pour yourself a glass. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. But before you do that, uh, just remind you, Jamsters out there, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Suns Jam. Make sure to subscribe, like, and uh, continue to leave those five star reviews on Apple Podcasts and also Spotify, too. We will read them here on the podcast live. And we don't have to include your name, but we'll read it. We'll read your little comments here or there. So, Tonight, weird fucking game. John's not here, but I'm here. Suns Geek's here. We're going to have a lot of fun still, even after Suns lost. So let's pop it open. Let's do this. <laughs> oh, yeah. And let us begin. Suns who lose 113 to 110. We are here. He has his Chucky um, shot glass there. Suns Geek takes one back. It's going to be a wild night tonight. Uh, you thought Whoa. last podcast, I actually drank five beers. <laughs> I was going nuts, going crazy. I, I knew you drank Aussie one beer, but I didn't here. know you had five beers. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I, and I never drink. So I was like, my eyes were like, I was watching the podcast back. I'm like, I don't even know how I made it through that one, man. 
But before we start to get into this game, there is something I got to ask. Matthew, I got to ask. Matthew, our Suns geek, <laughs> I got to ask you. We got a new owner. The Sun, are you are you excited today the Suns actually have a new owner? Uh United Wholesale Mortgage CEO Matt Ishbia. Ishbia. I didn't actually listen to his noun his name pronounced, but I just read about it right before the podcast. Uh worth about four billion dollars buying the Suns and Mercury. Are you excited? Let's spend some money, get some uh free agents or get some trades, right? Look, even if you don't drink, that's another reason why I wanted to drink tonight was because of that. I'm a little, I'm pretty optimistic about this. And I think it's Ishbia, if I said that correctly, and I'm terrible at pronouncing names. That's how I heard it. But yeah, man, I'm staying pretty optimistic about this. I made kind of like a quick little reaction video and everything. And look, whether you're a Suns fan, old or new, I honestly think Suns fans should be happy about this. Because if this is the step to the right direction and winning, getting us our first NBA championship and staying contenders for many, many years, along with the Phoenix Mercury, by the way, I know that they've won three championships, but you get my point. If this yeah. is the guy to kind of to lead us into that right direction, get a new culture, completely move on and forget about Robert Sarver, then I am all for it. And speaking of that bum. I am rocking my Robert Sarver shirt. <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> Sarver <dude>. out shirt <laughs> that uh, Suns Uni Tracker made. And uh, kind of a, a night of celebration. It would have been a lot better if we actually would have won the game, too. But uh, I had to rock the shirt tonight. And again, I'm staying pretty optimistic about it. Now, I don't really, I feel like I'm not really educated enough to really dive into this whole ownership thing and, and all that. But I think it's a pretty good day for Suns fans. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a good day. Um, who knows what's to come? A lot of Suns fans out there. A lot of, you know, just a lot of, just random people in Phoenix are excited. I feel like just yeah. to have Sarver out, obviously. But Suns fans themselves are really excited because we really feel like now that we have an owner who's ready to spend some money. Um, yeah. I heard that he is kind of hands on, but who cares? I mean, so was Sarver. Um, but. You know, Jerry Jones is too. We never won a Super Bowl. <laughs> Cowboys fan over here. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I'm I'm excited. Um, I think that he can go get the guys that we need. One guy was out there tonight was Kuzma. Maybe he's gonna be here in Phoenix soon. Maybe there's a big trade coming. That would be awesome. Um, we can delve into that a little bit later. But tonight, I know it was a weird ending tonight to the game. Um, it just felt like a Suns win. I think I just kind of wrapped up things. I'm like, all right, this is gonna be a Suns win without Devin Booker. Chris Paul's out there. DeAndre Ayton was going crazy, so I think he's the yeah. first guy we really got to talk about. Watch. Yeah, DeAndre Ayton. I didn't even get a chance to look at his box score yet, but right now I, I am looking. Up. You got it? All right, he's got yeah. 30 points, 13 yeah. rebounds. Insane. It looked so easy for him tonight. Um, what'd you think? I mean, he's he's playing so smooth out there. His offensive game is really coming together. There's a few things out there that he's like needs a little bit work on, but most of all, he's just being efficient and he's playing great defense. Uh, tonight was kind of off and on, but what did you see from out there tonight? Yeah, a little bit up and down here and there, but especially in that first half, he was just eating in the paint. It didn't matter who was on him. It didn't matter how far away Aiton was from the basket. The ball was going in. He was just dominating from the paint. And defensively, I feel like myself, sometimes I overlook how good De uh, DeAndre Ayton is on defense. Uh, but he really is the anchor to our defense. He was really good tonight. Like I said, though, kind of slow at some point, sometimes getting back the uh, getting back on defense and just running up and down the court. He looked a little gassed, but then again, kind of the whole Suns team did in a way, in all fairness. Uh, I love the graphic that you guys made, by the way. Props to you guys. That's on the screen right now for you cool. guys watching. It kind of looks like the Lowe's uh, symbol. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I saw that today. I'm like, wait, does it look like the Lowe's? So it might need some adjusting. It looks oh. nice. I think it looks good. But <laughs> yeah, yeah cool. Aiden looked really solid out there. Um, you know, had a few turnovers here and there and a few pretty controversial fouls. It's like you yeah. can't make any. I responded to the Aussie Suns fans out there. I was like, you can't make any contact in this league. There was that play where Aiden just kind of, Threw his body into, I forgot who was, it was a Taj Gibson or something like that. And uh, he got called for the offensive foul. And he got a, another offensive foul prior to that. 
like I can't even shake your hand without it being a foul. You know what I mean? So, but overall yeah. he was solid tonight. That's all that matters. It's just consistency with Deandre. And at this point, he's been playing very, very well for the most part this season, you know, ups and ups and downs here and there, some frustrating games, but uh, at the same time, he's been pretty great. Yeah. And low sent low sons. I say in the chat, he says, I don't get why they didn't run through him in the last couple of minutes. Shaman would dig a couple more shots um, over Aiden 30 points. Easy for Aiden. I mean, no one, Taj Gibson had no chance against him tonight. Nobody um, did. Nobody did. It was yeah. insane. And I mean, you expect it. But then sometimes in the past, we do think about Aiden not getting up for these games. But he knows Booker's out. He knows that he has to yep. carry him. And he's, he is now our number two. He is definitely the number two to Booker. Um, there's just, when he came in late in the game and he had those easy buckets, Shamit set him up nice. Chris Paul hit him a couple times. I was just like, this is over. I feel like he was in there to yeah. really finish off the game, and then they kind of didn't go to him. And that's kind of frustrating because I feel like it's easy buckets. I know you're you're down six, you're down five, you want to get a three or something, but to continue to play your game, chip away. It's the it's it's the Washington Wizards. They might make some big mistakes where you can get back into the game. Um, but he was just destroying dudes all night. I really think that even like after the first time out in the third, the Suns were just trying to find something. There was nothing there. Um, there was no energy. They couldn't find it from anybody. I think yeah. DA kind of stepped up. He came out of that timeout. He played physical, got to the line, then scored the next four points. Something was said to him in the timeout, like, hey, you got to take over. You got to play physical. Then, like he said, the, the 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 fouls where he can't touch anybody. The one he goes through Taj Gibson, Gibson flops, it's a foul. Then the other way, I never talk about the refs. I never really do mention how badly they do. But tonight, like, DA, Mikhail did not get calls. Yeah, on on them falling on the ground, getting swatted at, and I feel like I feel like just those those calls right there are is the difference in the game because the Suns right now will take anything they can because sometimes they struggle against these teams of back to back and then plus I'm not making excuses but plus like you don't have Booker, uh, Jock isn't playing tonight, Uh, he's big energy wise so anything like that where the refs are missing, it's huge and I feel like it just kind of destroyed the Suns in a way where we're not going to get calls. Yeah. We have to complain about this all game, and they just never ended up getting any calls to help them in the end, right? Yeah, no, I agree with you there, and I I don't know why I reference this so much, and it I don't really know if I'm like salty about it, but do you remember the Rockets game when the Rockets got to the uh, free throw line 43 times? I always mm-hmm. go back to that because it, like it just bothers me. I feel like the refs really do have it out for the Phoenix Suns, and don't get me wrong, there are games where the, the refs favor our side, and they will give us a few nice whistles here and there, but I feel like you and I could spend a whole hour just on that. The fourth, the last few minutes of the fourth quarter alone. Uh, I think honestly, this was just one of those bad scenarios where the Suns were in a back to back and they ran out of gas. And I don't want to make excuses because let's be real. The Washington wizards coming into this game lost 10 in a row. And of course they would snap that streak to the Phoenix Suns Cause that's just how Phoenix Suns basketball works. We, we make bad teams look good. And speaking of DeAndre and the paint real quick, the Wizards coming into this game, they allowed a lot of points in the paint. So this should have been a night where Aiton was feasting and dominating the paint. But, of course, the referees had to stick their hand in there. And, again, you can't make any contact in this league, and it's absolutely ridiculous. You know, I'm an NBA historian. I like to call myself that. And uh, the stuff that they got away with in the 80s and 90s, even in the 2000s, nowadays, you can't. I swear to God, you cannot touch anybody in this league. You can't. And it seemed like times tonight the refs were kind of asleep, even the last three point attempt by Chris Paul, where they kind of, they called a foul, but it took them a second. Like they were falling asleep. Speaking of going to bed, it looks like Phil Leotardo's ghost. Yeah. I hope the sun's dying. Get, might need to go to bed that, early. Get that guy out of here, man. Yeah, he might need to go to bed early. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Trade deadline's coming up. Something's big's gonna happen. I know it might not be huge, uh like a KD thing, but you know, the Suns I think are gonna get some help. And uh you know, the one guy we always talk about too, the one guy that we always kind of want trading, we kind of given up on is, uh, you know, this guy right here. All I can say is Sham. Wow. Yeah, Sham it tonight. Oh, you can even see by the, uh, the decal right there where it's just super boring. It, the, the, what you expect from Sham is. <laughs> Not too much, but tonight was a career night for him, right? Yep. Tonight he was lights out. He was Devin Booker out there hitting everything. Fact. He didn't make a few shots towards the end to help the Suns, but he put them in the place to win. Yep. And I feel like that's exactly what we what we want from him is someone to help us 
succeed off the bench, but put us in position to win the game. You don't have to finish it out. He's not used to that. What he did tonight was fantastic. I mean, it was almost a career night. I know his career high in points is 30 points, but tonight he does get 31. So he does get a career high 31 points tonight. Congratulations, Shamit. Everybody out there, just let's just applaud the guy. Of course, it comes in a loss. Everybody else that gets a career high in points, I feel like they would win the game. They would win, but for poor <laughs> right. Shamit, he's gonna end up losing. <laughs> he ends up losing the game, getting thirty-one points. But I mean, tonight was just awesome, right? I mean, he just was nonstop. <laughs> he was incredible tonight, and nine made three pointers. Uh, very efficient tonight. I think he was nine for fifteen from three. Also five assists. He did the playmaking as well, and some of those assists were nice. Uh, you could just tell he was locked in from the jump, uh, super aggressive. He's actually a lot quicker and a lot more bouncier than he would appear. I don't want to say athletic, but I'll say a bouncier than he looks. He was just on fire tonight. This was how good of a game Shamit was having was, even though they lost, he hit the three at the buzzer, which caused the Suns to only lose by three. That's how great of a game he had tonight. Now, the real thing, kind of like I mentioned with DeAndre Ayton here, it's all about consistency. We need to have Shamit do this again and again and again which probably is unlikely. But if we can get like 50% of this Landry Shamit tonight and then get healthier, the Suns are going to be a tough team to beat. But Landry Shamit was absolutely incredible. Yeah, he's getting a lot of love in the chat too. Gary yeah. Pinkney says, he deserves it. flowers for me tonight. Dude was legit. Yep. He was. And EJ was talking about it at the beginning of the game, but I feel like he's kind of like the new DeAndre Aiden where you just ask him to be aggressive because yep. he has the opportunities there to be aggressive and play mad, play mean. Make this team pay. Like you're you're coming in, you're playing against second team units. I feel like he has a quick step. He does work, man. Like in the first, he has like he can't. Obviously, he couldn't stop making his shots. Right, it's just ridiculous. But there's a few plays where he just will pass up the ball where he's in great situations just to shoot. Yeah, like uh, time tonight with Bismack Biombo, he does that, and it's 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 a pass that leads to a foul, but it's also a pass against a good team that's just a fumble and then a turnover. He turns it over the next time too, where he just throws it to the corner where he's basically telling his defender where I'm going to pass the ball. It gets picked off. Those are plays that Shaman makes where it's just like, come on, this is why we kind of get frustrated, but you don't need to make those plays. Be aggressive with the ball in your hand. Right. I mean, tonight he just, he couldn't stop. He couldn't miss. Yeah. So that's, all, that's very, very nice. But there's just a few plays. This kind of just reminds me of Aiden watch where we go back and forth with him. Yeah. Where it's just like there's there's signs there, but then he continues to let you down by just stupid plays. But tonight, I just I'm sorry I even said any of that because he was fantastic tonight. He put us in position to win the game. Um, but there's just there's a lot of hate right now, dude. And I think that there's a guy right now where Iverson brought vlogs brought up earlier. I know very <laughs> negative, obviously, but Auntie's job was on the line this season. I don't think this has anything to do with um coaching or anything like that, because he puts these guys in good positions to win. Um, it's really on them to get up. And I feel like the energy that they just didn't have tonight, they had to force it out. And by the time they got back into the game, they were kind of too tired to really carry out and, and get the win. Um, so it's all right, man. Um, I want to do, t- I do want to talk about one guy too, where he, he's kind of up in the air right now with a lot of Suns fans. He just, he's, I, I guess he's just not, we're not giving up on him, but we just kind of hit and miss with him too. Woo, there it is. All right. So there was a comment earlier that I did start, and I just want to say um hey dot zero did say I'm not buying McHale anymore. He can go. Um I don't know. What do you what do you see yeah, what do you see from (laughs) McHale? What do you what's your uh what's your opinion on him and like how he's actually I don't know, helping the Suns team in situations like this? I know he was getting hot early in the game, but then you can't really go to him late in the game offensively. So What's your take on this guy right now? I feel like I kind of said, I feel like I'm being a little repetitive and this is sort of a cop-out answer, but I feel like it's kind of true. Like it's just, and I feel like I've been saying this all night, but it's just consistency, but on the offensive end, because we all know what Mikhail Burgess can do defensively, but I can only use that excuse so many times because we kind of saw it like last night. I mean, he kind of got hot early on and then cooled down a little bit. You know, he's like, what a, I don't know his career average for points, but I know it's under 15, maybe 20. It's like we want to see that growth from Mikhail Bridges, and we have seen it. 
He's had a few offensive explosion games here and there. But again, it's just the consistency with Mikhail Bridges. And I get it. There's going to be nights the ball doesn't go in the basket. They're tired. And that's kind of why I use the defensive uh, excuse for Bridges here and there. Because you're doing all that defense. The guy is the NBA's Iron Man. He never misses a game, knock on wood, fingers crossed. But, you know, and I get why that would cool you down offensively. But it's like you want to see that growth that we have witnessed before. And tonight we just didn't see it. Does that, I, I hope that answers your question. <laughs> oh yeah, it definitely does. And I, I think that what he is, he's a guy who's going to be very, very good whenever we get Cameron Johnson back, like consistently good. He needs help. Kind of like when DeAndre needs help with boards tonight, yeah. he had no help tonight at all. He had no help. Like if you wanted to limit the second chance points towards the end of the game or the opportunities, it was almost impossible because if DA is on one side, the ball will go the other way and there's no one there to help him. So I think Mikhail, he just always needs his help. And I think when Mc, when Cameron Johnson comes back, or when we get Kyle Kuzma, because I'm pretty sure it's going to happen, guys. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's going to happen. He's going to be a son. And then him and DeAndre are going to be unstoppable. But I think Mikhail just needs his full group together to blend yeah. in. He's not going to stick out to be that number one offensive player or the second guy on your team offensively. Uh, defensively, he, yeah, he gets owned a lot. He he can't stop Beal towards the end of the game where Beal has two points early in the game for Beal like the whole first half the and then the ends game. up with 25 yeah. points. That's the kind of player he is. You can't yeah. stop that. I don't care who you are defensively. Beal is one of those players that's a superstar or a star. If you want to call him a star, a superstar, whatever, he's going to get his points. He's, he's an all-star in this league. When he he's is. But Mikhail is just kind of like, you know, the way Torrey Craig plays with that enthusiasm, the effort, all of that, yeah. He's he is like that, but like times – 10 times 11, whatever. He's a better version of that, but then he can give you better offense too. But it's just, we can't really, I'm kind of past the point to where I'm going to blame a lot on Mikhail anymore. Cause I just know he needs help. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm very sold on Aiden being the number two. So I look for him to give that effort every night. And he has been doing that. And there's also another dude that's been killing. He was killing guys tonight. He was dunking on these fools. Biz. Biz. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, Bismack Biombo, he was uh he was insane. And I didn't look at the box score yet, but I swear every game I'm like he has three or four blocks. Yep. So I'm gonna look. I've looked at him, I didn't look at his stats yet. He has <laughs> oh my god, zero blocks. <laughs> hey, it, it seemed like he did though. It really did. <laughs> it always seems like he does, but he was dunking on guys. Yeah. Tonight, that was what he was doing. I mean, they had the alley-oop towards the end of the game. He had, he was just tapping on his head, heading back yep. down to play defense. But he's the ultimate defender right now for the Suns. Yep. He's playing big minutes because he's staying out of foul trouble too. He did have four personal fouls, but pushing the limit. But you know, Jock's out. So yep. that's just, it's good for him to stay out of foul trouble. I mean, Bismack, his interview, the Congo at war, he, yeah. he brought that up. He's like the one guy you watch in an interview it's like, oh, am I going to start crying? Yeah. Because you just feel his real emotion, this raw emotion. And he just, he's hurting because of his place back in Congo, but he's out here playing great basketball for the Phoenix Suns. I just have the most respect for this dude always. And I hope he's a son. So we win a championship yeah. and then we blow it up after that. Cause it's usually what's going to, that's always what happens. I feel like, but I feel like he is just always going to be one of my favorites, right? I mean, he's, yeah, he does everything you want him to do, and it's on a consistent basis, I feel like, right? He got a loud applause when he subbed out uh, later in this game, and he definitely deserved it. Now, again, statistically, he's not going to blow you away. I think tonight it was like, what, seven points, five rebounds or whatever, zero blocks, as we mentioned. But it's just kind of the little things he does, in my opinion. I mean, screen setting, being there for, you know, the pick and drives when you can just go in and flush it down. You know, like we saw last game, blocking shots, you know, into the third row and everything like that. Uh, and again, just a guy that is there for the culture. You know, I'm a big culture guy. And I feel like he's really good for the Phoenix Suns when it comes to that. And again, we, we could have a whole conversation on it, but everything that he's doing for his home country uh, with the Congo and everything is incredible. Uh, you can tell that he's very passionate and about all that. I mean, what he donated last year's salary or whatever, a million dollars plus to build a hospital over there. Uh, yeah, super yep, passionate yep. for his country. Seems like I, I haven't met him, but he just seems like a super good dude. And his story is just really great, too. I mean, you know this, but, you know, he was out of the league for a while. The Suns got him on a 10-day, and it's been history ever since. You know what I mean? 
Uh, and, and somebody pointed this out on Twitter tonight. He's only 30. So, like, he could be here for many more years to come. If he continues to play like this consistently, you know, be that backup big. Um, and again, on nights like this, you know, no Jock Lindell and everything. And Aiton can't be out there all 48 minutes. This is the kind of night where we need Biombo. And again, statistically, not going to blow you away. But I thought he was really good tonight. No, he was awesome. And it was good to actually see somebody back off the bench tonight to help the Suns. Yeah. Uh, put in some big minutes. Tonight. I'm not the one who just got butt fucked on national TV, Dwayne Washington. <laughs> Dwayne Washington Jr. is back. He uh, had a big game tonight. I feel like it wasn't too crazy, but 10 points, two for four from three, four for eight overall. He came in when Landry was going off and he was kind of like the other guy, you know, filling in those other points. Um, I, I, it's good to see him. I think like he, get, he needs to get a lot of minutes in these games. Um, just just because Monty brought something up where Booker's hurt and he's talking about he kind of takes blame because of the minutes he's putting on these guys. Um, so I feel like in games like this where you know it's going to be maybe a blowout, um, it's going to be an easier game, Dwayne needs these minutes. He needs to yeah. come in and help. And he got 12 minutes. I feel like he could have even gotten more. Yeah. But it's good to see him back, right? It's good to yeah. see him back. It's good to see him back. He also had three assists, by the way, too. And then, you know, just be, even if it's just 10 points, I will take it because of how many guys the Suns are down out right now, especially with Booker being out. We need yeah. that. And look, I don't want to like put any more pressure on Dwayne Washington Jr., but he's on a two way contract. So eventually those days are going to run out. And Monty's got to make the Monty and James Jones and all them got to make the decision. You know, do we keep him? But he has nights like this where he can provide that spark. And again, even if it is just 10 points and a couple of assists, I'll take it. I thought I thought he was pretty good tonight. Now, maybe you want to see a little more playmaking consistency and all that, but uh, he, he looked pretty good tonight. Yeah, and uh, I just love seeing these guys come off the bench that can just score for the Suns. It's just, it's so fun. It's so fun that the attitude he has too, I wish like Shamit had more of it, but Shamit did have some of that tonight, I feel like, from Washington Jr. But he just fits this team so well. And uh, I'm reading John's comments. Sorry. There's, oh, is he is he in there? <laughs> yeah, he's oh, in there. Oh <laughs> no, get out of here. Um, there's also um, just really quick before I go to the next thing. Thank you, Jamsters, for hanging out. Thank you, John, for dropping in. Um, yeah, I know I look shredded. Is that what he said? Look shredded. I do. You know, I took I did ten pushups before this podcast, dude. You see why the, the uh, cheeks are a little red? You know, it's not. Hey, weird. if Landry Shaman has a career high every night, we should all do ten pushups. We should all be doing pushups. <laughs> if you can do it, you can do it. Yep. And, uh, Winners work, oh, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to say thanks, Jancers, for hanging out. Make sure you do hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, go to Apple, go to Spotify, leave a five star review for us, please. And then an Apple's review, we will we will actually read it live on the podcast. Um. There's one guy I'm looking forward to joining the Suns soon. I've talked about him a few times. But coming up, I want to talk about um, just some, you know, Christmas is coming up. So I want to talk about what are we going to, what are we expecting from the Suns? What kind of gifts are we expecting? What do we want the Suns to give us? And I'm trying to find this fucking draw. (laughs) Is it even in here? And I just want to get your thoughts coming up after this. Before I do this drop, I can't even get it. My bad, guys. If you're looking to make some cold, hard cash, visit the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out right now. Everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Who doesn't love a good same-game parlay? Download the app now, sign up with code TBPN, place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN, only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Win enough money, and who knows, Jamsters, maybe we can buy the franchise from Robert Sarver. All right, thanks for hanging in there. I apologize, I couldn't <laughs> find the fucking drop, so we're back. And I want to do a little something, just, uh, you know, um, Christmas is coming up. Uh, we all don't celebrate it, but 
John and I do. So I just wanted to get your guys' input, Jamsters out there, you two, Suns Geek. The Jamsters Christmas list, who is at the top of your list or what is at the top of your list for the Suns to get done? It could be anything. What are you hoping to wake up one morning and be like, this is like Christmas morning because you know there's going to be a tweet. You know there's going to be something that will rise you up out of the bed and make you feel like it's Christmas again being 40 years old. What is that for you? So what, Man. We'll start with you, Sunsky. Uh, this is I'm greedy and I have like a whole Christmas wish list and maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm optimistic. Maybe I'm wishful thinking. I know that this is an NBA 2K where at a click of a button, you can make things happen. But uh, just like John said in the chat, first off a championship that should be on all Suns fans wish list right there. But prior to that, I have a few things. Western conference finals appearance. If we don't win a championship, I mean, who wouldn't want Kevin Durant? I know there's a good portion of Suns fans. I, I think you're on the Kevin Durant thing, too, if I remember correctly. Uh, also, uh, rebounding. We we are a terrible rebounding team, in my opinion. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but our rebounding sucks. We obviously need some more shot creators out there, some more scoring, uh, maybe a little more playmaking. But like I said, championship or Western Conference Finals, because there's no reason that the Suns team, Suns team should not make the Western Conference Finals. Those are good. Those are great. Yeah, I think uh, for me, before I get to the GMs, I'll just say I do want Kyle Kuzma. That's the top of my list. Yeah, forgot about Kuzma. Right up there. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting sick of talking about it, but I don't care. I want him. I think he's going to be great on this team. Uh, Cameron Johnson comes back. He'll play off the bench. Yeah. It's going to be a solid team. It's going to be hard to beat. Um, but let's go through the Jamsters and see what they said. Their Christmas list. I always had some like Christmas music to play. Right. I think there's some music, but... Um, I don't think there's Christmas music. There might be music. some in the stream yard, but yeah, I don't know if they have Christmas music. No, damn it. Not that yet. would awesome, man. Um, <clears> but yeah, yeah, Stephanie Jackson, Devin Booker, MVP. That would yep. be fucking That'd that be would awesome. Be and he, he was is... playing like an MVP for a little bit there, and then yeah. we went on that losing streak. <laughs> but I mean, you, you lose a game like tonight. Yeah. Then it just shows you, you know, you lose to the Wizards. And yeah. you're just missing book. People don't. We just I was arguing. in a row. Yeah, I was. <laughs> dude, I was arguing with somebody in a... Um, it's an NBA um, draft, or I'm sorry, fantasy draft thread. They're talking about SGA being yeah. an all-star, and they're knocking books, saying like, yeah, Book's just going to get it just because he's on a winning team. I'm like, no, Book's an MVP candidate on a contending team because he makes him a contender. That's why he's going to be an all-star starter. People have to realize that, and I think he is a legit MVP candidate. Um, Albert H. says Bull Bull. They're very underrated. Oh Have you watched God. any Bull Bull? Yeah, really? I've seen a little bit of Bull Bull, man. He, yeah. He's arguably the most improved player right now. And there's a few other candidates in there, but what he is doing, it is unicorn-esque. And uh, if he can keep this up, man, first off, the Magic have a bright future as it is. And uh, if he can keep that up and if the Magic can keep that core together, they're going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals one day. They're that good of a team. Yeah, and just to clear it up too, Stephanie Jackson to say that would be the best gift gift ever when Devin Booker does get MVP. Yeah, John does say. Oh, before I get to that, Tone <laughs> since since eighty, uh, Kuz look nice. So I don't know if that's what yeah. you're asking for for Christmas. A nice Kuz. Um, he looks good in that present. You just open it up. He pops up right there. Uh, Darth Voida nuts on your chin. Um, <laughs> Brunus ninety two, <laughs> DeRozan. And then also he does say Kuzma. Um, he dot zero. I would have prefer SGA. So I hate to reiterate. It's not like we're asking. It's just it could be anything for the Suns. I mean, it's a Christmas I think, wish list, man. Yeah, dude, ask it for whatever you anything. want. Anything, yeah. Eggnog is gross, but an, an entire <laughs> carton of eggnog for Matthew that'd be nice. Damar or Siakam? Siakam is a name that is a legit name. Yeah, where I actually predicted him to go to either the Celtics or um, oh, I forget who else. I feel like he would be on the Celtics. I think that would oh, be the God, big move the for Celtics them. Celtics got Siakam. Oh my God! I just feel like <laughs> they're it's already one of the best teams in the league. I know, I know. <laughs> but he legit, like I, I think oh, he'd be awesome. Man. He's been the him only full- bright spot, in my opinion, to the Raptors uh, season. They've been terrible this year. Yeah. So. Um, Brunus 92. Are you just throwing out names now? Lowry? I'm not sure about that. We need Sons of Draw. See, that's a good one. We need yeah. the Sons of Draw fouls. Metal Mike. That, yeah. That will go a long way. Very, very smart. That's actually my favorite. Yeah, I feel, that's a good one. 
if they if we can just have that little magical sprinkled dust over the top of their heads and they just are able to get to line more that would solve a lot of problems um so yeah thank you jamsters for um checking this out and giving us your thoughts on your christmas list um you know tonight was full of a lot of surprises and i think that um <laughs> one thing that the suns need to work on of course besides their free throws is staying healthy a little bit right yeah being healthy i want to just talk quick about um this guy right here just because he has been out he came back for one game but he's still out big dick booker Just really quick, any concern with Devin Booker and his injury? I think I'm okay with it. I think that he just needs some time to rest. I think the Suns are going to get some losses totaled. They're going to take some to some bad teams like tonight. But are you okay with this? Do you think it's any rush to get back with them losing games like tonight? I'm okay with it. I mean, let's be real. He's, what, 26 years old? Um, and I know he's had the injury history in the past, but he's played in a boatload of games throughout his career and everything. And, and you know Devin Booker just as well as I do. If, if he is able to play, he's going to play. Now, obviously, the medical staff and Monty Williams and all that can stop him from doing that. But I think he's okay. And look, even though I was pretty critical of the Suns during their five-game losing streak and I had some thoughts, it is still extremely early in the season, even though it's almost Christmas and everything. We're not even in January yet. Yeah. Let's be real. And look, even though the Suns lost tonight and everything, I think that the Suns have been doing a pretty good job for the most part of hanging in there, considering how crazy, not just the Western Conference is right now, but the entire NBA in terms of records, you know, like teams like falling from the standings, going up the standings and everything. Suns are hanging in there, man. We're obviously one of the best teams in the league. So Devin Booker can take all the time he wants getting back. And and God forbid, like if anybody else has an injury and all that, take your time coming back. Don't rush it. Because yeah. obviously you don't want to re-injure anything. And, you know, I understand the whole, you know, Devin Booker 58-point game, Monty Williams playing him a little longer, but you're not getting taken out of a game like that. You know what I mean? He had 58 points that night. You're not you're not taking him out. So I think I'm okay with it. Fingers crossed he comes back soon. Fingers crossed the Suns get health, somewhat healthy, at least 90% healthy. Uh, I want to see the entire NBA season just go like 90% healthy. You know what I mean? Like maybe have a couple guys out, but (laughs) that way it's like, that way you can't say like, Oh, we lost because player X was out. You know what I mean? Like I want to see the NBA fully healthy. It'd be amazing. I want to see that in the playoffs too. I feel like in the playoffs, we're kind of missing out because of injuries. Um, A lot of teams go through the playoffs without their best player. And it's, it's hard to watch. Honestly, Um, tonight (laughs) there was almost an injury on the court. The point well, I guess it was an injury, but Ooh. he was okay. Yeah. It seemed like it was that shoulder from the from um the ooh, excuse my language, not the finals, the playoff run last year where he hurt that shoulder. I mean, that was like the last thing we need. I know Chris Paul's getting crap from a lot of people around the league. They're looking at his stats, even though tonight he had twelve and eleven, but they're looking at him, and they're just like, "This guy's done. He's finished. He's um even in the subreddit stakeout, he looks cooked." I don't think so. I think he's playing his role very very well right now. How badly would you have probably vomited or something if that was an injury and he went to the locker room? This whole bottle would have been, would have been drank. It would have been gone. Oh, I, I would have been in the hospital right there with Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. No, like I got scared, man, to be honest. Cause one, I, I have a little bit of trauma with shoulder injuries. I'm pretty sure, you know, I've had two shoulder injuries in four years. I yeah. remember the first yeah. time that I was ever on your show, I was recovering from a shoulder injury. Uh, but yeah, when he went down, he he went down fast. I don't know who he collided into, but he slammed into somebody. And was, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. on the floor yeah. and immediately was just grabbing that shoulder. He had his arm out for a little bit and was slow to get up. And that is a little concerning. Uh, but I did look it up, and I think he said that his shoulder isn't feeling the way it did in the Lakers series. I think he told the media that hopefully he's okay. I'm praying he's okay because we need him. He is our quarterback. I know you're a football guy. He's our quarterback of this team. He's the engine. You know what I mean? We need Chris Paul. Again, I'll go back to this. 90% healthy. Uh, I hope and I pray he's okay. Yeah, I think he's going to be all right. I think it was just kind of a stinger. Um, They did sit down the broadcast, which seemed like the reaction it was. He didn't go to the locker room, so I think that's okay. But 
it's a thing where if he's injured, he plays through it. He's yeah. he's talked about on podcasts with JJ Redick where he was injured. He couldn't even shoot in the games against the Lakers, but they still, you know, still guarded him like there. he could. And yeah. he thought they were idiots for doing it. So he'll play through it. We'll never know. I feel like if he gets hurt bad enough to where it's really hurting the team, he might sit out. But if it's anything where he can actually go and give it a little bit of an effort, then it's going to be fine. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's going to be out there playing. And I don't know, man, it's kind of scary now because you kind of think like one more injury, it can be it can be very, very bad. And they were talking about on the subreddit stakeout tonight, and they were talking about, jeez, um, they were talking about a lot of stuff. It was weird because going to the Wizards subreddit stakeout, I was thinking like, um, not going to be too much commotion there. What was quite a bit. The Suns Jam Session subreddit stakeout. Oh, John, I did it. I got it all done. <laughs> I bet you he is watching right now and he's like, Matthew's not going to get that. He's going he's not wild. Get, he's not going to get it in time. <laughs> I'm I got it. I messed up twice chat. tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, so let me bring up my notes. So I was hanging out somewhere to stick out. Have you, have you watched this before where we hang yeah, out? Another? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was disguised as a hipster, whatever this was. Um, So the first thing that they actually brought up was um, just their team. Like they, Obviously, dealing with this, who knows if they want them to win or want don't want them to win, but there was a comment that said, unlike the Clippers game, I feel like the Wizards might actually win this one. That said, I don't really want them to, but they don't have their number one pick next year, the Knicks do. So I'm like, why yeah. would you want to lose? Yeah. I don't – you have a second-round pick. That's boring. I just I don't get it. So – I don't know. <laughs> I was just going to say, I don't really know the direction of the Washington Wizards right now. Like, they obviously have some talent. You know, Bradley Beal's an all-star player. Chris Porzingis has been playing better. They have a few young guys, you know, Rui Hachimura, a few other guys. But again, I don't really understand the direction of what they're going with. Like, I think I read that Bradley Beal and Chris Porzingis have only played 19 games together. So, like, is this season an experiment year where you're trying to see what you got? Uh, they haven't been to the, or they haven't like, yeah, I don't think they've been to the playoffs since like 2016. Uh, so I don't understand their direction. Uh, are they okay with being mediocre? Are they just experimenting right now with their roster? Obviously Bradley Beal's always in all these trade rumors and everything. Who knows your guess is as good as mine. If he'll ever get traded, but even then, does that solve all your problems? Uh, I don't really know the direction of this franchise right now. I'm not saying they're doing like a terrible job. They're not the worst team in the league. Although they did just lose ten prior ten in a row prior to this, but yeah, it's it's tricky in Washington right now. Yeah, I think they have to blow it up. Like Brunus yeah. ninety two does say, blow it up. That's that's what I would say. Uh, Beal with the two points hurts. That's what they also commented yeah. on. What is Beal doing out there, man? So in the first half he was terrible. Then it ends with twenty five. He helps him win. He was cooking he in spots. the second half. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess you can't hold him down. I was like, oh, maybe he's just done. But he looks like he's okay being there. He looks yeah. like he's fine being there as a Washington wizard, losing games, going on a 10 game mediocre streak. year after he's year. He's okay with it, right? Or maybe he's not, but like I feel like I don't hear much from him. And that's what's so weird. Now, look, I didn't listen to the full interview, but did you see that whole thing where he was like, no one came after me in free agency and there wasn't a place where I could win? He said yeah. something like that. I was yeah, like, yeah. I, I, that blew my mind. And <laughs> look, crazy, I understand yeah. he can't control that. Like, he's not the owner, he's not the GM, but I'm like, that was just so weird. And don't get me wrong. There have been loyal players that have stuck around with their team, like Damian Lillard, for example. So if Bradley Beal's okay with just being in Washington and maybe making the playoffs, you know, every once in a while or every year, I just, I don't know, man. Well, Straight. I don't know either. I don't know either, but uh, I don't really. Even if they blew it up. I just want Kuzma. <laughs> yeah, blow it up. Give us Kuzma. Maybe we could Beal too. You never know. I'm just saying, Would like, even do- even if they blew, I'm sorry, sorry, even right. if they blew it off, like, I don't see a direction really. Like, I, I don't get it. True. What were you gonna ask me? I'm sorry. Would you, if it was a Beal for Chris Paul move, would you be interested? Interested, but I would. What if, have to- Kuzma, what if somehow I haven't <laughs> looked at the numbers? What if there's like a there's a Kuzma Beal trade for uh, Chris Paul, um, Mikhail Bridges, and like uh, Jay Crowder or something like that? Ooh. I'm just I haven't looked at the numbers. Yeah, I just feel yeah. like that might work because they both make about 40 mil a year. 
Maybe, but that's tough. I don't know. That that's that's tough, a huh? tough trade, man. I mean, think of all that Chris Paul's done for Mario us, Lopez you know? says yes. <laughs> Albert H How says no. Bradley nope. Beal now? Like 30? Maybe? He's not that old. Maybe young. Is he younger than that? Let me Chris actually. He's still really young, too. Um, Bradley Beal is, he's 30. I'm going to say 32. Let me see what actually. So hypothetically. Says. 29. He's 29 oh, wow. years old. Come so, I mean, I love Chris Paul, but. That's not that bad. I mean, that's kind of cool to have Bradley Beal. I was just going to say, hypothetically speaking, on the Wizards' side, if the Wizards did that, then that would be a direction. They get veterans, you know, Mikhail, uh, yeah. uh, Jay Crowder, Chris Paul, Mikhail. That would be a direction to go. But then again, they'd be giving up Bradley Beal and everything. But, yeah, yeah. that'd be crazy. I mean, Book and Beal and Kuzma and Aiton. Yeah. A lot I of mean, size and a lot of scoring. It'd be, uns- I don't know. I'd. You just right now with Chris Paul, you don't have mu- you don't have someone that's gonna go get you a bucket really. And John does say um, Darth Voida. Sure, fuck it. <laughs> um, also, David Ray says, "Hell no, I don't care how talented Kuzma is. Do not trade Chris Paul. Well, if we trade Kuzma, we won't have to trade Chris Paul. It's just for Bradley Beal because Bradley Beal makes about I'm not even gonna look, but he makes about forty million a year. Yeah, no, he does for sure. So that's He's on only- a big contract. And if Washington gets. Um, Chris Paul would be one of those things like what Oklahoma City did, where they just kind of no, not not Oklahoma City. Uh, my bad. Well, Oklahoma City did do it with um, who did they do it with their center? I'm kind of losing the podcast right now, so never mind. We're just gonna go ahead. And, I think I know what you're talking about, but it's not coming to me either. Sit out the whole year and then find someone next year. Yeah, and yeah pay yeah. them off. You're not gonna do anything this year. This year is a complete waste for them. So give us yeah. your good players. Um. All right. Uh, the next comment, actually, really quick, is um, so many offensive rebounds given up, undisciplined basketball. Talking about the the um, the Wizards, I thought it was funny because I feel like they were getting the second chance opportunities late in the game when it really mattered. Like Aiden couldn't stop five people at once; he had no help. Um, and a CP3 looks cooked, looks beyond cook, cooked. Lol. And then uh, the Denny stands, Denny Avadia. The guy that actually fouled Chris Paul in the three, you can't even defend that. So it always seems like I feel like with Devi on that team, or Denny, I'm sorry, Denny, their rookie from or their third year player, he seems like a player on their team that is kind of back and forth between fans, whether or not you like him or not. But it seems like I want to say he's like their Josh Jackson, but he's kind of like in that way to where some people are defending him and some people are just done with him. I feel like that maybe that is the way it was with Josh Jackson, right? To be honest, the only thing I really know about him is I heard great things about him coming out of the draft, but I know that he's a solid defender, still very young as well, so he could fit I our timeline. Um, I wanted the Suns to get him. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, if the Wizards do, quote, blow it up, and he's available, I would, Ooh. for the right price, just saying. But uh, would I give up the farm for him? You know what I mean? Would I give up picks and all that? Yeah. I, eh. But he's Danny, he's Danny for Aiden? Danny for DeAndre Aiden? No. No? Oh, <laughs> no <right>. way. <laughs> I'm greedy, right. man. No way. <laughs> All right. The Sun's Jam Session subreddit stakeout. All right. So, yeah, it was a Sun's loss tonight. Um, there was some good performances still out there, notable of a jam star. <laughs> Star of the game. All right, Jamsters, this is where John tells you to go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review again. Leave your Apple or Spotify reviews, five stars, please, and let us know your thoughts. We'll read them right here on the air. Uh, Suns Geek, who do you have for your Jamstar of the game? Who do you think? It's got to be Shamit, man. Shamit and DeAndre yeah. Ayton. Yeah. But again, you know, we talked about it earlier. I mean, 31 points. What What do you have? Nine threes, five assists, hustle and effort. Mm. He's just got to be consistent with it. But it definitely Landry Shamit. Honorable mention, Ayton and Busy. Yeah, I'm going to do Shamit too. Um, I think it's obviously it's a guy, but dude, Ayton was so. F- yeah. He should have had 40 Busy. tonight. And it's not on him. It's not on what he was doing out there. He should have just had the ball every goddamn time. Excuse my language on the court. No, every time right. he was on the floor, give him the ball, man. Yep. 30 points was not enough. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll go down and see a lot of Kuzma's in here. I'm just kidding. Uh, so 
Uh, Ozzy Suns fan says Aiden, no question. They are the ultimate Aiden defenders always. And that's great to hear. No, Luke Ferris, Shamit, Shamalam, <laughs> Shalom Suckus. <laughs> I had a hard time saying that one. Um, we actually say Shamit in my country. Scott Klaus, Shamit. Um, Darth Void, the people who pick their nose in public and think no one sees it is my jam star. We see you. Who is picking their nose? <laughs> <laughs> John's on one tonight, man. <laughs> oh, okay. And then um, Matt, the Suns owner. Matt is a new Suns yeah. owner, so maybe he can That's get the jam one. start yeah. tonight after a loss. You know, start rebuilding, not rebuilding, building this team for a better future. That's his slogan. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be Shamit for sure. Yeah. Coming up, Albert H does say DA. Coming up next game, though, we do have the Suns taking on. Oh, man, it's going to be tough. This is going to be tough. This is a game where you're going to want to have full strength. Ooh, full yeah. strength core. Full strength Booker. You're going to need it all. I mean, the Grizzlies right now, they are struggling against the Nuggets tonight to win. The Nuggets are actually on a roll. They are – well, the, the Nuggets themselves, they're coming back. Jokic put up insane numbers. What, he had 20 – or he had 40 points. Yeah, it was like 40, 27, and, and like 17 assists or something crazy like that. Yeah. First time since Wilt Chamberlain. So they're on a roll. They're playing the Memphis Grizzlies tonight, but the Grizzlies are number one in the West right now, 19 and 10 record. It's going to be hard. This is a scheduled loss for sure for the Suns. If we do not have a Booker back, we need a Booker. Does he come back for this game? It's Friday. It's next Friday. So it's this Friday coming up. We do have two days off. And obviously he had the last couple nights off. Just saying this could be a Booker return, but let's be real. We're going to need everybody all hands on deck for this game and Christmas game, which is going to be really tough against the Nuggets. But this Grizzlies team, man, they are rolling right now. And they've been, you know, they've been a little banged up. Desmond Bain, who was playing at, you you heard me right, an all-star level prior to getting hurt. He was really solid for them. But then they got Jaron Jackson Jr. back and a few other guys. They have a lot of young players who are proving themselves, like a few rookies who've been shining for them. They get it done defensively and offensively. They are a solid team. And I think we play them three times, you know, obviously tomorrow or Friday and then um, the 27th, I think. And then I think we play them Martin Luther King Day. So this this Grizzlies team is no joke, man. We're going to need all hands on deck. And a quick question for you too. Between John Morant was my pick last year for MVP, just because I felt I felt like the team they were great, but without yeah. Jaw, they were even better. Yeah. Um, this year there's a lot of MVP talk of Jokic coming back. Booker's in there. Jokic, he can't. I feel like you don't give it to him for a third time, but he most likely will deserve it towards the end of the year. It's gonna be crazy because he's the one at three times in a year. I think he really is. Um, between the Pelicans and Grizzlies, I pick Zion this year to win MVP. Do you think Zion has a chance over those other two guys, Jokic and Ja? Well, you got to throw Tatum in there too. Just saying. Yeah, um, and, I feel know, like he'll fall off. He always honor- falls off. Honorable mention as well, Joel Embiid. But Zion does have a really big chance. I've I've said this since like day one, and I, I keep repeating myself. But again, it's true. They are statistically better when he is on the court. They have a better record, and we saw what he did to us and what he's doing to a lot of NBA teams right now just driving to the basket and scoring. Uh, he's been absolutely fantastic for them. So the Pelicans can have a, you know, what a third seed, second seed record, you know, one of the best teams in the league. He has a solid chance to win MVP, but you know, don't sleep on John Morant. Like I mentioned for MVP and again, shout to, you know, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic obviously is worthy of the talks. There's going to be a lot of players in the conversation and Hey, maybe if the Suns get healthy and Booker plays the way he did, like, you know, at the start of the season, maybe he'll be in those conversations as well. Yeah, true. No, I, t- I totally agree with everything you're saying. And I also want to ask you too, before I let you go, um, we have a few minutes. So I just want to get a few predictions from you. What is your prediction? Um, I didn't ask you this before. Sorry. Fine. Just predictions on maybe the first trade that's going to happen. First big trade. It could be any team or first big trade for the Suns. What do you really truly in your gut think is going to happen for the Suns or any other NBA team in the league? God. Well, first off, we all know Jay Crowder trade's eventually going to happen. So I, I got to throw that cop-out answer in there. But you know what, man? There's a lot of teams right now, kind of like the Washington Wizards, for example, that are like borderline potential blow it up or at least make a trade to shake things up. You know, you can maybe throw the, uh, not the Boston Celtics, you can maybe throw the Chicago Bulls in there. 
They have had a disaster of a season. I'm not saying like DeMar DeRozan or Zach Levine's going to go. That's a team to keep an eye on. Potentially the Toronto Raptors. I talked about how terrible they've been. I'm not saying Siakam's going to get traded, but somebody from that core is going to get traded. Maybe a Fred VanVleet or something like that. I don't really necessarily have a name besides Jay Crowder. Kind of pointing out the obvious there. Maybe the Lakers do something, but like, let's be real. Who the hell are they going to trade? Because they're not trading LeBron or AD, in my opinion. Those are just teams uh, that I think could make a trade. But in terms of players, I have no freaking clue, man. But I will say, I think we're going to have a wild trade deadline. If things keep trending the way they are right now, even before the deadline, we could see some crazy moves. I think it's going to be insane this year, man. So get ready for the trade deadline. Yeah, and there's... Well, I, I think that the Suns will get Kuzma, and I think that there's going to be a big trade to the Celtics. I think the Celtics are going to get Siakam. Those are my two projections. Um, Jacob did say KD, honestly, my MVP yeah, so far. I forgot to mention KD, 19, yeah. They're 19 and 11, 19 and 12 right now. So And he's been playing amazing. 19 like, and 12. That's an understatement. He has been yeah. on fire. There's going to be a lot of candidates towards the end of the season, yeah. and you know that that team's going to stick together now. Kyrie's been playing good with them. So that's yeah. that's really – that's. That's a great guess right there. KD yeah, for MVP. That's a He's good not gonna, and he won't totally be, he won't be traded, KD. right? He won't nah, be traded. Yeah. I, I think the Nets, in my personal opinion, have, for the most part, put all that controversy aside, kind of like the Phoenix Suns did, and they're pretty much clicking on all cylinders. They've recovered from a bad start to the season. As long as KD and Kyrie are healthy, they're at least a playoff team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bad news. Just um, Actually, someone just put in the comments here, and I didn't look it up um, while you were talking. Um, oh, uh, CL Oracle said, um, did y'all see Mikhail and DeAndre arguing? There's a clip on YouTube already. Mm. I guess during a, during a free throw, they were arguing. Mm. Um, damn, damn, they're going at it kind of. I didn't see it. And then Beal is kind of clapping at them too, to get it together. <laughs> <That's awesome>. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, they're, dude, they're, oh, okay. Yeah. So if you guys, obviously this is bad for the pod, but yeah, they were, at, they were like toe to toe there for a second. And then Beal's kind of egging them on there. So if you guys want to go check that out, as this team's falling apart, we do lose tonight. I thought it was a win, but that's something that's actually been happening where Aiden's been talking to Craig, talking to Mikhail more for help. So there is frustration there on the defensive end, I feel like, between the two. It's going to happen. You're going to have a lot of this shit. I don't really buy into it, but go check that out. (laughs) I I will have to see the clips, and maybe I'll overreact and make a video. But I'll just say this. I can forgive the argument. And I think it is funny that Bradley Beal was clapping alongside and all that. Mm-hmm. This is going to happen like you kind of mentioned. Let's be real. It's going to happen. And DeAndre Ayton does need help on defense. We don't know what was said necessarily. It's a tough game back-to-back. The Suns are tired. I'm not saying I forgive the argument. And we've seen a little bit of that throughout the season. I've seen a lot of like players pointing, like, you should have been here and you should have been there. Yeah. Figure this out now rather than when it matters in the playoffs. But it's going to happen. From what I know, Mikhail Bridges and DeAndre Ayton are like brothers, so I'm sure it's okay. No, yeah, they're good. Yeah. I just It was just interesting to watch because I totally missed that. I didn't even I, see that. I missed but, it too. Yeah. I, I'm really excited. or not, not excited to go watch it, but I do want to go watch it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you're going to make a video about it. Darth, <laughs> Vardy, Darth Vardy does say Suns Geek is going to make a video about it because it has to do with the Phoenix Suns. I'm yes, sure we'll sir. see one in about an hour, so you better get to work on that. I'll do a Thanks quick again for- video. <laughs> Thanks again for joining Suns Geek. I really appreciate it. John, I'm glad you're out there drunk and watching Christmas movies or whatever you're doing. Um, Join us again next time, Friday night, after the Memphis Grizzlies take on the Suns. Hopefully it's a win. What's your prediction really quick? I think I got the Grizzlies winning, but I I think it's going to be a close game if Booker's healthy. All right. All right, man. Well, thanks a lot for joining again. They can, everyone could find you where at at Suns yeah. Geek, right? Uh, yeah, just at Suns Geek on YouTube. I'm on TikTok now as well. Uh, shameless plug here. I started a new series called Reacting to Suns Twitter, which is absolutely hilarious. I love that. Hilarious. I, I love it. Thank you. Yep. Yep, I'm having a blast with it, yep. man. Suns Twitter. I always give you a like. <laughs> Thank you time. so much. Yeah. Suns, Suns Twitter does all the work, man. I just do all the editing and react to the funny-ass tweets. There was a lot yeah. of them tonight. Um, I'm already like 23, 24 episodes in on that. So follow me on TikTok, uh, you know, anywhere on social media at Suns Geek. Would appreciate all your support. You guys are the OGs of the Suns post uh, post game show pod. You guys are amazing. Keep up the great work. But I have been going live a little bit more often this season. I've been doing my best to keep up with y'all. But again, you guys do the best. So everyone subscribe to the Suns Jam Session podcast. 
All right. No, you're the best. We appreciate you being on. You can find Thanks, me man. at Matthew Lissy. You can find this the podcast at Suns Jam. Also, rate, subscribe, review, and do all that fun stuff. And uh, we will see you again next time. Love you guys. Go home, love your family. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.